And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with New Age Insider's Chief of Staff, DC Matthews, and the unendorsed Doc Manson. One, two, three. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. My name is DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. And I'm Chester Hatfield. Well, hello, Chester. Thank you for joining us here on DDT Wrestling. Thank you. Um, what are your thoughts on the world of pro wrestling this week, Chester, since you're, you're new to the show? I just wanted to come on today to say that I absolutely love WWE wrestling. But more than that, I love DDT wrestling. You, DC Matthews, at DC Matthews NAI, and your regular co-host, Doc Manson, very handsome fellow, at Doc Manson on Twitter, I just wanted to say that you guys clearly are the best wrestling pod in existence. I'm so glad you think so. And when Doc arrives, he's running a little late because he is, as all, as you know, an actual doctor. He does hold a PhD from a uh, esteemed institution. When he arrives, he will be just honored and pleased as could be that you feel that way. So, As um, I understand it, his life oh. can be very, very busy. So I'm always glad to just fill in whenever I possibly can. So you just let me know when you need old Hatsy here to fill in for Doc Manson, and I'll be glad to provide the assistance that you need. Can we call you Hatsy? Is that Absolutely. Your... Normally well, I go I'll... by my full name, just Chester Hetzfield, but if you want to call me Hatsy, that's fine with me as well. And where can we find... Do you have a Twitter? If not, you will by the end of this show. <laughs> well, I do Where not can... yet have a Twitter handle, but perhaps that is something that we can look into registering before someone on that awful interwebs uh, snatches that up for me. Well, I am delighted. Uh, now, uh, what are you drinking there? I see you're drinking something there, Chester. What are you drinking tonight? This right here is a Ginger Ninja beer. It's from... Uh, the Black Hawk Brewery in Connecticut is quite delicious. It is a red pale ale, and it has ground. It is actually brewed with fresh ginger. It's quite delicious, and I recommend it if you have not had it before. Can you put the can up again to the screen so I can see that? That that has that has an Oscar esque look to it. That's not it might really be part of the reason it. why Doc Manson filled his refrigerator with them earlier this week. It's hard to say for sure. No one really knows what's going on inside that mind of his. Well, all right. I believe Doc Manson is going to be joining us momentarily, unless you'd like to stay. I am okay. I've known Doc Manson long enough that I can tell him to just go jump off a cliff for this week, and you can stay for the entirety of the show if you would like to. You can even, um, I hope your Casey Kasem impression is good, because I will need you to read the one, two, three, four, five emails that we have today, ddtwrestling at gmail.com, by the way. That so, uh, are you sticking around? Or? Well, I'd love to stick around, to be honest with you, but... Uh Quite honestly, it sounds like if there's that many emails, I think maybe you do need the services of one Doc Manson. So perhaps I should step down away from the microphone and allow him to take over. Well, thank you again. Chester Hetfield, you are always welcome on uh, DDT Wrestling. I hope we uh, hear from you again. So while we wait for Doc, while you can go fetch him from wherever he is. Absolutely, I will be right back. All right. Well, while he does that, uh, let's talk for a minute about Baron Corbin. Uh, uh, I just tweeted about this 
um, just a few minutes ago because I was watching NXT. I have to say it. Oh, hey, hey, I know you. How you doing there, Doc Manson at Doc Manson? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Uh, I just met your friend uh, Chester, Chester Hetfield, old Hatsy. Oh, Hatsy, he yeah, he's staying with us this week. Well, uh, 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 it was awesome to see him. It was awesome to hear him. Uh, I, I've invited him back. He had some great comments. Ah. He loves the show. He thinks you're he's quite a big fetching. Fan. He listens every week. He thinks you're quite fetching. Well, you know. I don't know if you know this, but you can listen to DDT Wrestling around the world. Across the pond, uh, in old Mary England, like Chester Hatsfield is from, uh, wherever you are, you you can get DDT Wrestling. Head on over there to thenewageinsiders.com, click on the NAI pod thing, ours will pop up. You can check out some of our old episodes. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, wherever you can find New Age Insiders, you can find DDT wrestling. I now, was just hold on no, a second. No, please. I, am I, I please. am I am I crazy? Because when I walked in here, I thought you were talking a little bit about Baron Corbin. I was in fact talking about Baron Corbin okay. because DC Man. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Oh no, go ahead. You you haven't been on the show. Why are you talking about Baron Corbin? This guy, as we all know, is tall and terrible. So don't tell me. That you suddenly are having taken the shining to young Mr. Corbin. Young Baron, I, if you will. Well, and, and I can't say it was suddenly, because this is all started when he told Apollo Crews to go back to Ring of Honor. And as we all know, Apollo Crews has never been in Ring of Honor. And from that moment, he has grown on me this anti-indie thing that Baron Corbin is doing is what it is the missing piece all of a sudden his promos are a little better when he speaks I, I don't know if he's gotten name, slightly name better name one other anti-indie thing that he's done he attacked Austin Aries okay and this, that was week this week on NXT so what happened between telling Apollo Crews to go back to Ring of Honor and attacking Austin Aries that even remotely played off of that character development he battled in a triple threat match, Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe, two indie darlings, before they came to NXT. I mean, I suppose that's true, but nothing now, about now, that interaction no. played off of, you, you know, that, 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 that sort of cockiness that we, I think, you know, wrongly sort of attributed to Baron Corbin when he said that about Apollo Crews. I don't think he intended to say that now. I really don't. You think it was? You think he actually wanted to send Apollo Crews back to Ring of Honor? You think in Baron Corbin's mind? Since if you've watched Breaking Ground, you realize this I guy. I think he's got no idea who this guy is. Well, and I think that's okay for the character. I think, I think so actually, too. I think it actually works better if he. But really I actually has don't. No idea. Do you? But do you really think that his feuding with Joe and Zayn and him attacking Austin Aries? Austin Aries, I see it a little bit more. But mm-hmm. like the, the and Joe and Zayn thing, do you really think that, that was, was more? I will. I will admit the the attack of Austin Aries was more getting back at Regal. You yeah. know, supposedly he yelled out an eye for an eye, which to be fair didn't make a world of sense. Oh well, the and week before no he gave a promo backstage with Regal and said, "You know, better watch out, an eye for an eye." So he it was a callback. Um, it still didn't but, make a lot of sense, but it was a callback. But if you take the the phrase in and of itself, which stems from. In olden times, if you lost, you know, it was that whole idea that if someone wrongs you, you can wrong them in the exact same way. Well, that's not, not well, what happened. And I, well, yeah, but I don't know that wronging in the exact same way is insinuated by eye for an eye. I know it's literally eye for an eye, so it sounds like the same way. 
But I think it, it just means, to me anyways, um, you know, exacting that revenge in equal measure, if not quite duplicating it. So, I mean, you know, William Regal, Stephen Regal, Billy Regal, whatever you want to call him, he denies Baron Corbin his title shot, his rematch, and so in turn, Baron Corbin, what does he do? He doesn't lay hands on Billy Regal, but instead, what he does is, what, he humiliates him, right? By attacking Austin Aries, who William Regal has just said is the biggest get uh, in history for NXT, and taking him out like that, don't even let him get him in the ring, throwing the t-shirt in his face, Baron Corbin has effectively exacted revenge on William Regal by physically alter- having a physical altercation with Austin Aries, right? Again, I, I get the idea, and you know... and Do you? Because let me explain to you a little bit more, a little more painful detail, because I'm not so sure... <laughs> Chester, Chester, come back. Where is Chester Hatfield? Old Hatsy there. Send old him Hatsy's back in here. having some beer, so. Uh, I, uh, the Ginger Ninja, which Indeed. makes me uncomfortable just by the name. Dude, this is the best art on a can of beer I think I've ever seen. I love it, this. When, when you look quickly at it, it does look Asuka-esque. I can see that. Are you excited for Asuka and Bailey versus Nia Jackson? You know, Eva it's Marie? really weird. I caught myself after that announced going, okay, yeah, I could watch that. That sounds pretty good. I think that sounds all right. Meanwhile, last week, it was Bailey and Carmella versus the exact same two. And I was all like, yeah, that probably doesn't need to be the main event of a show or really even on television. But somehow having the exact same match and inserting Asuka into it, I went, yeah, I could totally watch that. Well, I don't know what's the, wrong with me, but... That's the Asuka effect. That's the Asuka How effect. How did you feel about it? Did you have the same response? Because... I enjoyed it, but I also like the Eva Marie, Nia Jax tandem. So I'm, I'm on board with them did as Did you like duo. the match last week with I Carmella? Didn't I didn't watch it. I also didn't finish watching the Bull Dempsey match. I realized today, as I went to go watch this week's NXT, that I never got around to finishing last week's NXT. And I'm going to make sure to finish this week's, because I I turned it off right as Balor and Neville were about to lock up, because I was getting ready for this show. Uh, He didn't miss much, so... I, it's going to be a good match. I'm not expecting any you know huge storyline tweaks, but those two guys are good wrestlers, and so it'll be decent. But I'm I'm on board with Baron Corbin. I'm not going to say he's my favorite wrestler, far from it. But he, I I cannot now, in good conscience, call him tall and terrible. I don't know. I'm still not impressed. I liked what he did with Apollo Cruz, but I still get this feeling like that was an accident, and I don't feel like anything he's actually done since then has built or expanded upon that one glimmer of hope I sort of had with him at that time. Um, I'm, okay. still, I'm, just, I'm still waiting to see it, I guess. I'm still waiting to I, see it. It is, it is entirely possible that I am putting in some fantasy booking of my own, assuming that he's going to become the anti-indie guy and feud with all of these people. I, you know, That has not been announced yet. I'm assuming that's the gimmick, and I like it, but that could be all in my head, which is, which is possible. Um, while we're on the subject there, Mr. Kasem, get, your, get ready. Get ready. Because like I said, maybe I told Chester, we have one, two, three, four, five emails. Five. And one of them has to do with Baron Corbin. So if you could look up, you're there. So if you could look at the one from our good old friend, Adam. Adam K-N-I-I. Good old (laughs) Chip. Good old Chip, Chip, Chiru. Uh, If you could read this one for me. 
I would appreciate it. You can you can call Chester back in if you want him to read it. Uh, I'm not so sure he does a great Casey Kasem. So, well, that's true. You you do a fine one. So now I feel like I I need to have like some intro music or something. I mean, well, I have now started a list of long distance dedication songs. Have you? And I'm I'm planning on singing one. Maybe not. F- we do have five emails. Are you going to do? Kay- you now have to. It, it's not even you. I'm not even going to ask. You have to read every email as Casey Kasem from now on. If we come in next week and there are a dozen emails. It is now Casey Kasem Talks Wrestling. You do know that telling me I have to do something is a real good way to make sure I never do it again, right? In this instance, though, I think you'll at least do it some of the time. (laughs) I do know how you work. Okay. But you're not just dealing with me here. You're dealing with the entire neighborhood. Oh, are you kidding? Wait, hold on. How many fans do you have here? Uh, Are we at six? Six oh two! Ding, 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 ding. 602 fans on the Twitter. I, I gotta so, say, I'm pretty pleased. Alright, as you said, this it. one comes from Chip. It has no subject. Oh, <clears throat> Chipperoo. I want to hear more about Baron Corbin and hashtag the crease. Make a horror movie out of it. And Doc, if you read this, please don't give me an English accent this time. Lol, your friend, Chip. You are so beautiful to me. Can't you see? Uh, do you actually pronounce it lol? Do you just say, do you say LOL or do you pronounce it lol? I'm scared we're getting into another gif gif thing here, but I just want, I just want to know. Uh, I say lol because I think that when I, I will never actually pronounce LOL, I won't say laugh out loud, I won't say lol actually at all in my real for real life. But whenever I feel like I don't know, I'm making fun of somebody or <laughs> someone on the internet. You oh, know, Chip. Chip, not this you no know, this time maybe the maybe the lol was sort of appropriate. But you know, no, I think, people it, I think it is appropriate because he spelled he spelled crease wrong. And I'm sorry, Chip, to call you out on a spelling <laughs> error publicly, but you spelled crease long twice because you did it in a tweet, too. Yeah. I, you know, it's just one of those bad online etiquette things that I think is sort of funny. So it's like Rufflecopter, you know what I mean? Do you say Ruffle now? I, indeed, I do. Ruffle. Okay. Ruffle. Just asking. Lol. What was it the other day where we were tweeting about something and you said you were having an end of the podcast laughing fit? I don't remember what we were tweeting about. But this is great radio. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me go. Let's check. go check. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, okay, but yeah. So I think I was trying to make you uncomfortable. Oh, it was about Fuller House. That's what it was. Ah, uh, yes. It was about Fuller the show House. that I will never watch another episode of, and I bet you finished season one now, haven't you? I haven't gotta, you? I watched the whole first season. That show is great. Go ahead, expand on it. I'm not participating in this conversation. No, wait, stop. You have, why is, you have why, the floor. Why is it not great? Tell me why it is not great. That first episode was fantastic if you're a fan of nostalgia for the first 300 seconds, yep. and then it proceeded to just be 
and maybe it's I don't watch a whole lot of sitcoms. I'm not a sitcom I don't, fan. I don't. Actually, I don't it, like sitcoms at all. I hate The Big Bang Theory. I hate laugh tracks. I hate everything about the standard sitcom setup. I don't watch it. it. Was, I don't. It was. It was just. And here's another. Painful to here's watch. another bit for you. I don't really like Full House. It was one of those shows that when I was on when I was a kid, and it was on, but when it would come on, like syndication, it would just come on Fox or whatever, like, you know, 5 o'clock at night, I would turn the channel off. It was too saccharine. Like, it was just too... too... Well, there was always that, you know, around the 21-minute mark, the music would play, and you knew somebody was going to learn a very important lesson yeah, about I mean, life and love. I don't know. I, that, so that show never really clicked with me. Um, but Fuller House, I actually think, is pretty good. It, it's bad. It's not a well-made show. And, like, the laugh track stuff, like, yes, the nostalgia got me through the first part of it. But then there was just a sort of feeling of, like, they were trying to recreate one of those shows. So I guess it really is a nostalgia trip throughout. I, I don't know. But it's not like I was like, oh, God, I want to see what these characters are up to now. Like, that sort of nostalgia. Like, it wasn't all about, like, continuing the storyline for me. It was more about just seeing that that sort of format, that type of show, that type of sitcom. And what would that be like literally taking the same players that did that 20 years ago and doing it today in a way that you're trying to be entertaining and relevant and I don't know. I, I just thought I thought it was pretty good. Like the laugh track in it. You know, Mrs. Manson was like, "Oh man, that is that. I, oh, that's terrible. That's terrible." And she's right. It is. It is badly done. But to some degree, it's 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 like a it's almost like a joke that you're in on. You know. You know what I mean? Like it, it's. I love B movies. I love bad movies. Things that are like intentionally crafted to be poor. And I think part of that is what's coming out in Fuller House. Okay. All right. That was all I needed to hear. I honestly think that's that part is of it. what this is. That is what this is. This is a B movie TV show. It is. 100%. And here's the They're not thing, even though. trying to make a good TV show. They're like, let's take all of the players and if we just you know, put them in a That might be a, that. Yeah. I think yes, I think that's it. That is why you like it because it is a B movie TV show. I found two things entertaining about the first episode, besides the nostalgia that you got at the beginning, and even that wore off really quick. Number one, um, the thing they did where, you know, they all turn and face the camera when they're talking about and the they, Olsen twins. And they hung on that shot, them facing the camera, for like yes. what felt like a good ten seconds. That was great. That was fantastic. And the, the, the child who is much like Danny Tanner... Like who has the, the yeah. clean the, the OCD sweater vest clean child? You know his name. Of course I do. I watched you the entire know. season. Oh my god! Um, I enjoyed him. I thought he was good. He's alright. No, we watched it because we now here's were the thing. That first episode is very much setting up the context. Like all the old players are there, but that show is not. Ju- it, it, it expands, right? It's not actually about all these those old characters. It's only. I mean, it is, but it's only about DJ Stephanie. And Kimmy Gibbler, really. Um, the other ones mostly disappear. There are episodes in which none of the other ones appear. See, and if all of the, if this was the Joey Gladstone show, I'd watch every episode. Yeah. I love Joey Gladstone. So in the second episode, I think Jesse is there. The third episode, Joey is there. Fourth episode, I don't think anybody's there. Maybe the same for the fifth. The sixth, I think Danny Tanner shows up. And then Becky's in there for one of the episodes. 
And then towards the end, Jesse and Joey show up again, and Danny's in there for one more episode somewhere too. But like they never all appear again, like they do in that first episode. Huh. So it kind of becomes its own thing by say the third episode or so, fourth maybe, and huh. uh, it's pretty good. I don't know. Wow. And I gotta say, while I'm on the air here, hashtag Team Gibbler. There is something about that Kimmy Gibbler, DC. I'm just going to say right here, right now. There is something about that Kimmy Gibbler. Moving as rapidly along as possible. Chip has an email. I think I'd like to maybe write some fan erotica about that show. God. I know the title. I know the title. I'm not going to say it, but I know what the title would be. I have no idea what the title would be. No, I'm not going to do it. This is a family show. You will not suck me down into your den of depravity. I refuse. I'm just I really refuse. curious now. I'm really curious. What If this is a good pun, I need to know it. It is a play on words about the character that you enjoy. Hmm. That you would that you would that you would say during the Thanksgiving holiday. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, no, seriously, though, Kimmy Gibbler, she makes just the facial expressions that there's something about a woman who has very distinct facial like um, expressions and more so than anyone else in that show. uh, She just she just has this this ability to to just have this look that just just conveys so much. Which, which, let's get back to wrestling, which WWE or NXT women's wrestler would you say also has those kinds of facial expressions? Besides Asuka, obviously. I was just going to say Asuka. It's the Asuka effect. Indeed. It's your answer to every Sorry. question. Do you have an answer? You're not wrong. Are we, are you're we not ever, wrong. Are we ever going to get back to Chip's email about Baron Corbin? <clears throat> I tried! You kept going! Well, I had, I had very important things to say about Kimmy Gibbler. Okay. Um, Jody Sweeten brings the plot. Seriously. And some other things. Now, now, be classy, brings the plot, but it's really all about that Kimmy Gibbler. That's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm just saying she brings other things, a crystal meth addiction. Hey, now, you know. she started drinking when she was 14 years old, okay? She had a troubled history, and she's moved past that now. How so, do you know that? Because I read the Wikipedia entry of course you did. Of course you did. Why wouldn't I? Uh, Chip wants to know whether or not there could be a horror movie made about the crease. And so this is really only tangentially associated with wrestling because, uh, sorry, Chip, but instead of answering that question, I'm going to pose a question to you that you don't need to answer right now. Uh, but I am curious. You are the B-movie geek. Indeed, you sir. have a website devoted to all of these things, and there is very... What, what, what is that website again? BeMovieGeek.com, Indeed. I believe. And there is very little you like more than a good-slash-bad horror movie. That is, that is safe true. to say? That is true, sir. So the question I want to ask to you, Doc Manson, and I am shocked I have never asked you this question before. If you, Doc Manson could make a horror movie. If you were given a budget, whether low budget or high budget, your choice, but if you were given carte blanche to make a horror movie, 
what sort of movie would you make? What would the plot be? Would you bring in existing characters? Would you create a brand new character? Again, wow. you don't have to answer now. You may muse on it Ooh. for the week and come back later wow. with an answer because this might be something you need to stew on. Uh, well, no. I mean, if I get to have unlimited budget to throw at this thing and if yes. I get to use existing characters, uh, I make Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. The much-talked-about sequel to Freddy vs. Jason that would have included Ash from the Evil Dead series. And that never came to fruition, but they did end up making a comic book series out of it, which was rather entertaining. I would make that movie in a heartbeat. Now, why would you not go the extra mile and just have a smorgasbord of Mike Myers, Pinhead... That just gets silly. Chucky... You're the B-movie geek! Wouldn't I know. I would, I would want them to be able to focus down on the characters, tell a good story, and actually, uh, like, really get me... Get me some Bruce Campbell action. You know what I'm saying? That's... That, okay. You know. All right, that's fair. If that's a good... That is a great answer. And, and Robert England as well. Robert England and Bruce Campbell, I mean. And I'd get Kane Hodder in there as Jason, my favorite Jason of all of them. And, uh, yeah, I, I... How many people played Jason? A ton. Uh... Okay. Yeah, honestly, it's probably been like at least a half dozen, maybe more. But uh, yeah, Kane Kane is the best. He played Jason from part. He probably played, I think, in part seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I think he and I think he was a stunt man, maybe for part six or something as Jason. But yeah, yeah, he's great. Speaking of Kane. You're not going to ask me why I think he's the best Jason? Yes, Doc Manson. Why <laughs> is Kane Hodder the best Jason? Please, be- well, as be- we pass the 25-minute mark, he, he, let he, us continue he, to not talk about wrestling. Well, because he has a very um, imposing physical presence. He played Jason not just as this sort of slow, plodding, <laughs> stiff-legged sort of guy, but like... You could feel anger seething off of him when he was that role. He was mute. He was behind the mask. He couldn't see the facial expressions. But he got emotion across. He used to play Jason as like this big ball of rage. He would just be there. You could see him, like his shoulders hunched and just breathing in and out, just like his whole body sort of going up and down, just like like he was just this labored sort of angry breathing. And he just he conveyed so much in that character that no one else ever brought to that role that I really appreciated. That's all. Okay. Very good. Uh, is Jason X the one in space? It is, and it's fantastic. That's the one I've watched. I believe you had me watch that one, and I did enjoy that. I'm not a horror movie fan by any stretch of the imagination, but that one was entertaining. Yeah, that was all right. Speaking of Kane. Yes. We have not seen Kane uh, since losing to... Oh, no, th- since beating the Wyatts. Before Are you we going to back that, to... Oh, my God. I, w- I just I just want to go back to um, Chip's email. At the end, he said, If you read this, please don't give me an English accent this time. Have I ever given him an English accent? I think because his name was Chip. We kind chip, of chip, cheerio. Played off the Chip, Chip, Cheerio. Right. Uh, ah, Chester. Welcome back. <laughs> All right. Um... For the third time, 
Let me try this segue that failed the first Kane, time. Kane. Speaking Ray of Wyatt, Kane, yada yada. Let's go. I, I wanted to. I wanted to move on from Kane, who had a brother named the Undertaker. Um, a lot of people were underwhelmed by the Undertaker's appearance on Raw this past Monday. Uh, were you underwhelmed, overwhelmed, or just plain whelmed? I believe I was whelmed, sir. Just, just plain whelmed. Yeah, okay. actually, no. I, I was honestly a little underwhelmed. There is so I, much that I want to know about this that they didn't address any of it. They had this big build-up, this big long entrance, and just grabs Vince and says, the blood will be on your hands. I mean, okay. I, I mean, okay. Like, that's as good as anything I get. I'm not, I'm not upset with it. I'm just sort of dissatisfied. Because it still doesn't I'm, address the problems I had with the angle, you know? No, and I, and I think that's it. And I, I'm wondering, are we just going to leave this alone are we are we not going to talk about the whole why are you doing the bidding of this guy i mean you are the there's a few weeks left before wrestlemania right so i guess they could still tell that story there's a week and a half before wwe roadblock and there are i believe wrestlemania is april 3rd today is march 3rd so literally one month from today all of our questions will be answered unless they change the questions. We'll think we have all the answers, and then someone will change the questions. Roddy Piper. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a little confusing that you build this up and you build this up and you build this up, and literally if you went to the bathroom, you missed it. You know what else is really funny that they built up? The Rusev Body Slam Challenge. What was that? I don't even was know. That just, was that just Rusev doing it on his own and no one cared? Like, literally, did WWE say you didn't approve this with us, so we're not even going to acknowledge it? Either it's that, or, like, I, I had a thought that maybe it was just going to be a Twitter thing. Like, maybe we'd start seeing vines of people trying to body slam him. I, that would be an intriguing way to use social media. Yeah, I mean... But, I, it, did it go anywhere on the show? I can't say I paid 100% attention, but I didn't see it. I, I didn't see it either, and I'm pretty sure I watched the whole thing. Yeah. I saw yeah. Lana get into it with Breed Bella because of reasons. Yeah, reasons. Which didn't Let's make sense. Let's have the like one person who either. can't wrestle um, have a throwdown with the one person who doesn't wrestle. Are we. Are we are we going to see, is this how we're pushing Lana again? She's going to be the one to retire Brie Bella? Is that what we're seeing? Or is this just, I don't know. Not is Lana getting it? I know Lana has training. I've seen as many pictures of Lana training as I've seen of Shane McMahon training, which is sad because Shane McMahon's been on Twitter for eight days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure that showing us knees and some cool capoeira kick is going to do anything in a cell versus a dead man. That's my question. Yeah. Showing me showing me you're a real legit MMA fighter. Now grant again, if this was going to be in the octagon and you were going to have like a Suedo UFC fight with, you know, you're going to bring back Brawl for All. Hey there, Chip. Hope you're still listening. Your favorite thing ever, Brawl for All. Um you know, if they're going to do that, that's one thing, but I I I'm the more I see of this, the less I think it's actually going to happen. The more I think something's going to change in the month between now and WrestleMania. Do you think we actually see Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker in Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania? A week ago, I would have told you no. Now? Maybe. 
what is the match that ends that show? If it, assuming it all happens as it is currently booked, which match ends WrestleMania? Is it Triple H Reigns or yes. is it? You think so? Yes. The, the the fate of the company is not what ends that show. No. Okay. See, I have to think it is. I have to think it is. It's the you know Monday Night Raw hangs in the balance. But I could be wrong. Triple H might not even be the champion by then. He could. Oh yeah. Dean Ambrose could be the champion in you know ten short days. Yeah, and then we could see Ambrose versus Lesnar versus Reigns again. I'd watch that. I would watch that. That wasn't a bad match. Yeah, I would that. watch and you know I I don't think Ambr- and I don't think you do either. I don't think Ambrose wins, but no. I I would watch Ambrose versus Reigns for the title. I would watch Ambrose yes, would. versus Lesnar for the title. And you know what else you're Am- going to watch for the title? You're going to watch Triple-, Triple H versus Roman Reigns for the title. Yes. But I won't be as excited about it. No, but you're going to watch it. Any of those other matches would be more interesting. Yeah, you're not wrong. And I would watch Shane McMahon versus Triple H for control of WWE. That is a match that I would watch. Yeah, that'd be all right. And if they wanted to go, if they wanted to take a Lucha Underground model and have some intergender matches, I would also probably watch Shane McMahon versus Stephanie McMahon for control of World Wrestling Entertainment. Yep. Nah, I actually have no interest in seeing that match. Um, so, WWE Roadblock... That's an interesting name, Roadblock. Uh, people are saying it's the worst pay-per-view name they've ever heard, which I don't agree with. I think uh, it's fine. I think it actually makes sense because, you know, based off of what Dean Ambrose said to Triple H, like, you know, um, you won't necessarily be the champion at WrestleMania. What That's essentially what Dean Ambrose did. He tried to throw a roadblock directly in Triple H's path to WrestleMania. I actually think it's rather appropriately named, and I kind of like it. I don't think I don't see anything wrong with it. I also I don't have a problem with it. I'm waiting for you know Breakdown Lane, WWE Toll Booth, uh huh, WWE HOV Lane, which I don't even know if they have. Well, in once other they parts move the to weekly um, pay per views leading up to WrestleMania, we're uh, going with it. We're going with the TNA model. It's early days where it had like weekly yes. nine ninety nine pay per views. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have the on-ramp, followed by fast lane. Well, no, I mean, guess first would be the, the slow lane, and then you'd merge into the travel lane, and then it'd be the fast lane, but then you'd probably would move back over to, to the travel lane. Uh, <laughs> Rush hour, WWE right. traffic jam. Then, right, and then over to the off-ramp. Flat, t- flat tire. And that, that's, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So there's options. There's options. they got they got a ways to go. Truck stop. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite pay-per-view name of all time? Halloween Havoc. That's a good one. I that just wish a... they had done more Halloween stuff on that show. Have you seen all of them? No, I haven't. And I know there are a couple of years where they do a decent amount. But there are some years where they really didn't do much at all. I need to find... Uh, what did you do for Sundays with Doc? Hashtag Sundays with Doc, where Doc Manson every Sunday will watch the very first piece of wrestling footage that someone puts in front of him on the Twitter. What did you watch this week? You don't even remember, do you? I believe it was a promo by Jake the Snake Roberts. Ah, yes. WrestleMania 7? Yes, versus um, Ted DiBiase. Oh, that's not even that one. Seven it was is... the one where he had the million-dollar belt. Ah, that might be six. Because seven is uh, I'm always the delighted. Match. I am always delighted to watch a promo 
by Jake the Snake Roberts. Is Jake does Jake Roberts have a documentary out right now? Do you know? I believe if it's not out, it's coming. It's going out. to be out. It's yeah, going yeah, to be yeah. Out. I would watch that. I would too. He has a he has a good story. Um, I'm partial to uh, I I don't know. I like alliteration. So honestly, the Royal Rumble. I don't again know why it's royal, but I do like it. Um, what's the worst pay per view name you've ever heard? Huh. Uh, the Great American Bash is up there. Why? I don't know. I just never never did it for me. Okay. I always thought the imagery that went with it was lame. Great American Bash? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, I always thought, let's see, what was the one I was just... They did this one in the UK, and it was called Insurrection, but it was spelled with a giant X. That never made any sense to me. That's fine. December to Dismember. I liked that one. That was fun. That appealed to my lousy B movie. That know. that did, you know. A lot of that ECW stuff. I, I think love that I, to you. December to December when Sandman's arm was coming out of the chimney holding the kendo stick, and you're like, "How did he reach out with the kendo stick? Like, he went this or maybe way he's going the down, and, and and the kendo stick's the last thing going. I I don't know. Anyways, that imagery was fantastic. I love that poster. Uh, I would hang that on my wall. How much ECW stuff have you? watched since having WWE Network? Not that much. When I first got the network, I did try to go back and watch some of the early stuff, and I think we've had the discussion that some of that was mm, questionable, let's say, content That first pay-per-view is just a spot fest, and it's not even a good spot fest, it's just a glorified spot fest. Yeah, yeah. I I don't even mind the wrestling so much, but there's a certain attitude towards ladies um, in that early product from them that it hasn't aged particularly well. That's that fair. I, I have trouble watching uh, That's fair. as well. Speaking of ladies, the great. We're, we're, we're nearing the halfway point to the show, and you have not been brought any delectable treats or cocoa. Did you do something wrong? I am in the doghouse this week. Oh, that is unfortunate. Yeah. Maybe Chester... We'll get some. We'll get your one can goodies. hope. I mean, I'm letting him stay here free of charge. So well, it's because you're a nice guy, Doc Manson. You're whip just, up a you're... batch of his uh, English cookies or whatever they eat over there. Biscuits, tea and tea and scrumpets. Yeah, I'd rather have tea and biscuits because biscuits are cookies, right? That's what they call cookies over there. Biscuits. Yes, biscuits. Yeah. I go over some and biscuits. Ch- biscuits and mm. chips. Biscuit. Oh, chips. Mrs. Matthews did make uh, Ghirardelli double chocolate brownies. But when she noticed how many I had been eating since she made <laughs> them, she she threw the rest away. <laughs> well, but why make them then? That's what they're for, eating. They're for making and, and eating over time in moderation. When well, yes. you know, all of a sudden half the pan disappears and it's been you know thirty six hours. Um, Whatever, thirty six hours is a decent li- decent lifespan for some freshly baked brownies. They you don't, know what we have. They don't you know last that long, man. They get stale and then they're not That's as good. What, that's what I'm saying. You know what we have in the house made me think of you. What's that? Uh, wavy Lay's potato chips. Why does that make and you think of me? Because when Doc Manson and DC Matthews were roommates and were allowed to go to the store on our own, um, Double Stuff Oreos and Wavy Lay's potato chips were in every shopping cart that we ever had. They were? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I remember the Double Stuffed Oreos, but Wavy Lay's? Maybe I bought the Wavy Lay's. <laughs> But they were in the cart. I remember um, double stuffed Oreos and a lot of drumsticks. 
Oh, those are so good. The yeah. ice cream drumsticks, yeah. not oh, yeah. chicken drumsticks. Well, chicken drumsticks, too. I, I remember frequently finding you in the refrigerator <laughs> with just a, just a drumstick in your hand eating it cold like you're some sort of damn animal. There is nothing, cold. Cold. There is nothing that makes me feel more like a man than eating cold meat off a bone. Yeah. yeah. And I'm married. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of WrestleMania, we have four more emails to get to. Oh, yeah. Um, People are wondering if Sami Zayn's going to be... The rumor is that Sami Zayn is actually going to wrestle at WrestleMania. Uh, Have you seen that? How do you feel about it? Your thoughts? Maybe we should start by reading an email. This one comes from Nate Schmidt. Hello, gentlemen. I've got a few questions for you regarding Owens, Zane, and Nakatomi Plaza. (laughs) Who do you realistically see Owens facing at Mania? Styles or Zane? Maybe Jericho? Do you think there is any chance the WWE has Sami Zane pull double duty with TakeOver? Dallas slash WrestleMania like Owens did Brooklyn slash SummerSlam. Nakatomi Plaza at TakeOver, and Owens at WrestleMania. What kind of match do you think the WWE will have Nakamura and Zayn work? Exciting? Long? And entertaining? What that showcases Nakatomi Plaza's moves? Or short and sweet, but still fun. You can find me on Twitter at Oriel King zero eight. If I could turn back time, this is your if long I could find dedication. A way. Um, I appreciate that you did the Nakatomi Plaza. Well done. Well, well that's his uh, name. I I'm aware of that, but right. uh, the roadblock will help in many ways. I think because we're going to see Kevin Owens versus The Big Show then. Thank you. And a lot thank of people. You. Thank you. Thank you. I, the match thank isn't going to be bad. It's not going to be a bad match. Thank you. That's just not what I wanted to see at WrestleMania. So, what do you want to see Kevin Owens doing at WrestleMania? What do I want to see him do at what WrestleMania? What do you want to see him doing at WrestleMania? Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. Okay. Do you think we see that? Probably not. Why? Because AJ Styles and Jericho are facing the New Day, I assume, at Roadblock. And either they're going to face them again at WrestleMania. Or AJ Styles and Jericho are going to be defending the tag team championships at WrestleMania. That is exactly what is going to happen. Yeah. I am predicting, because they wrestle on Raw, I think they win the non-title match on Raw, which leads to a title match on Roadblock. We have new champions, and it's Y2AJ versus New Day versus the Usos versus the Dudleys at WrestleMania. I think there's a good chance of that. And I'm. I will talk about that. Let's let's continue with the email. But you so obviously does, you obviously are not a fan of that. I am. I we'll think that's okay. I just again, I just AJ Styles is an is a well seasoned talent. Let's say, and I don't no. know exactly with the kind of style that he is known for wrestling. I just don't know how many WrestleManias realistically he has in him. Ah. 
And so, given that there is almost an unlimited number of dream matches that I would like to see from him, mm-hmm. I don't want to say waste, but okay, I just I just don't think using him in a tag team match at WrestleMania is appealing to my desires. Let's say. See, this is why I like talking to you here on DDT Wrestling because you just gave me a very logical and sound reason why you're not a fan of this. I've talked to many other people online and they don't like it and they can't come up with that sort of eloquent rationale. It's just, I hate it, it's wasting him. Yeah. You know, and and you make a very valid point. If he's only got a finite number of big WrestleMania moments, probably five or less. There you go. This is probably, you know, this might not be what you envisioned. And I get that. My logic is, number one, he I know he is a household name to many of us, but he did just start. Yeah, so you're right. So I think you have to temper your expectations. Now, he could have had a dream match with some guy in a, you know, undercard match, and that would have been fine. Um, but you have to temper your expectations. He was, you know, I don't know that we could have gotten him as a viable Intercontinental title contender in three months. Maybe we could have. He's certainly talented enough. I mean, he beat also Jericho, think- and honestly, as far as I'm concerned, beating Jericho after that series would have been enough I think, for him to be in the intercontinental picture at WrestleMania. All right, that's fair. I also like this idea of having them, if they are in the tag team division proper, the tag team division now means a whole lot more. When Tyson Kidd got hurt and Kadaro stopped being a team, the tag team division plummeted. New Day was holding it up for a while, but as we've seen, New Day can only take it so far on their own. Mm-hmm. The Usos aren't doing anything. The Dudleys have turned heel, which is nice. But and they haven't really I th- done anything. I think a Dudley's Y2 AJ, and forgive me, it's not my favorite name, but it's the only one that we have so far. Um, I think that's an when interesting... When I hear Y2 AJ, I think about AJ Brooks. Oh, yeah. AJ okay. Lee. AJ Okay. I, I took me a minute to realize who you were talking about. Yeah, cause... I don't know why, but that's what immediately what I think of okay. for some reason. Okay, well, that's fair. Um... So, but I think it's okay. I You know, a Dudley's-Jericho-Styles feud has a lot of layers. There's the ECW past. You could reference, at least peripherally, the TNA past, because both Dudley's and AJ were in TNA. They will never you know, acknowledge that. Well, they could allude to they it. They never will. I, I think they would mention, we've known each other a long time. That, you know, we'll get something like that. Maybe. Um... So I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just fine if they have a, you know, fatal four-way tag team match that's really exciting. I think life is good for everybody, but I can I can understand that. So I would totally, you know, Owens versus Styles would be great. I personally want to see Owens versus Zayn just because I love yeah. that feud. I mean, honestly, I would rather see that more, but we're also not going to see that. You don't think we see Zayn at WrestleMania? No. All right. So, all right. Now I want to see him at WrestleMania. And I would love to see him versus Owens. Let's just have everybody versus Owens. I mean, really, that's what this He's is about. He's fantastic, sure. Yeah, but I mean, Why outside not? of that, um, I just Except don't you don't want to see him versus the big show. Oh. 46 minute mark. She's running late. Come on hey, there, Mrs. Manson. Poop. Did she actually bring you cookies? Is Fresh she sitting? 
Is she sitting outside the door listening to the podcast, and when you reference food, she goes down and prepares it? Is that what's happening? <laughs> now he's signaling that he needs a drink, too. Well, these cookies, you know, are going to make me thirsty. They're very hot. I don't think I can eat them yet. Oh, my Lord. They're fresh out of the oven. What kind um, of cookie are they? Uh, chocolate chip. Mm, mm, delicious. Now, when you say homemade, are we talking from, like, the freezer section or literally, like, from scratch? From scratch. Well done. Oh, yeah. You, you, did, you did well there, sir. She's you a great baker. Shoot. Good. I'm glad end. to hear it. 100%. No complaints. All right. I'm glad. Me too. Glad to see you happy. Um, so, realistically, yes. you want to see Owens versus Styles, but you know that's probably not going to happen. Who does Owens face at WrestleMania, realistically, right now? Right now, the big show. You're assuming the feud continues? If not the big show, then... Well, they, I mean, if not, they have, if not, they haven't set anything up. So what are we going to see? Okay, well, any sort of random sort of high-grade, mid-tier, mid-card guy. So uh, Owens versus Ryback. The Miz? Ryback. I guess that's possible, but... Uh... Uh, yeah. Owens only. versus all four social outcasts. No. Kevin Owens versus Bray Wyatt. No. No, uh, you're right. You're right. I mean, they, they haven't set up anything. The only, the only the Miz, way. I, I mean, like I said, maybe, but the Miz is technically a bad guy, and so is Owens. So that's yeah, for that reason. Weird. I guess your your Ryback comment makes more sense. I guess Neville. I'd watch I that. Think, I would watch it. It would be a great match. It but. would be a th- the problem is. Like I don't want to complain all the time. I realize I come off a little complaining. We're not complaining. But Owens versus Neville is going to be a great match. Yeah, but it's also a throwaway. I don't. I don't. I. I don't think. I don't think Neville does anything more than what he has done thus far. It's just a glass of water. Don't look too jealous. I'm not jealous. Okay. I told you. Mrs. Matthews made brownies. Yeah, and then threw them away. Well, because I ate all of them, Almost all of them. <laughs> she, she was right in doing so. I'll have you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think right now, realistically, it's Owens versus the Big Show. And actually, I can say this. Realistically, Big Show's career is on the line. No. You don't think Kevin Owens could be the guy to retire the Big Show? I do. I think he could, but that means the audience will cheer him. The audience is going to cheer him anyways. I guess that's true. That's what I like I think, about him. He's the I untouchable. Think, Doesn't matter I think what they, I think they know what they have with Kevin Owens. Unless you bring out a Sami Zayn, and then they're going to cheer both of them. Same with AJ Styles. If yeah. Kevin Owens wrestles AJ Styles, the crowd is just going to cheer for no reason but to cheer this amazing thing. That's so. true. That's true. Uh, all right, so let's see. Let me go here. Do you think Zambi um, Zane will pull double duty? I think he could, but I don't think he will. Yeah. I would love to see it. And, you know, you could tell an Owens and Zane story very quickly if you reference the NXT past. Easy, yeah. But I, I don't think they do. They have such a deep roster right now that I don't think you need to have Zayn pull double duty. Unless you're going to take him off of the NXT card, have Nakamura wrestle the Drifter or Ty Dillinger or something, and put Zayn on WWE. They're not going to do do that. They want to make Nakatomi Plaza a big attraction at Dallas. 
So to that end, what kind of match do you think that the WWE will have Nakamura? You said it. You said it. Oh, I'm so sad. I was just reading again. That's why I said. But okay, so that guy and Zane work. Was it going to be long and exciting and entertaining, or short and sweet? I think it will be short and sweet, but entertaining. I would love to think that they're going to do a 25-minute classic, but you know, and this again, this goes back to the, you know. When you look at most of these guys, their first match is just a showcase. Kevin Owens had a showcase against CJ Parker. Apollo Crews had a showcase. Um, these new guys usually get a chance to show the the crowd what they've got, and you know, so it's a glorified squash. You can't do that with Zayn, but at the same time, I, I don't know. I think we're talking fifteen minutes at the most. Uh, but super entertaining back and forth. And if this is Zayn's last NXT match, which I think it is, um, you know, Nakamura wins. I'll call him Nakamura. And I don't think so, we call him Shinsuke Nakamura. It, I think his name is just Nakamura. Is it a foregone conclusion, then, that Samoa Joe becomes the number one contender for the Demon's title? If this is Zayn's last match, and we already know what it is at Dallas, we're clearly not going to see Zayn versus Finn Balor at Dallas. So... I try to live a spoiler-free lifestyle, but if we know that Zayn and Nakamura are wrestling, then yeah. Samoa Joe is the number one contender and wrestles Finn Balor at TakeOver. Again. 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 And probably wins. I don't think Finn Balor is ready for WWE. I've said it time and time again, but I think that's what's happening. I is don't that... find him very entertaining. I said it today watching his entrance. The leather jacket is 27 times more entertaining than the demon makeup. 27 I, times. I don't like the leather jacket either. Why not? He looks like a 12-year-old child playing dress-up in his father's clothes. I don't see it that way, but... I don't think it looks right on him. I just don't. Okay. Think, I just don't think he. Then what? What would you do style. if you could? If you could remake Finn Balor, what would you do? Um, would he I be would, a vaude villain? I would probably just fire him and get him off television. I don't. Doc Manson. Is Chester Hetfield listening to you say this? I, I know he'd be very disappointed. In I know Finn Balor is technically Irish. And Chester's from. The UK. What? Yeah, I'm but, not sure exactly where in the UK he's from, but yeah. I mean, regardless. You invited someone over without knowing where they're from? Well, I mean, originally. I never asked him where he was born. Did you meet him on, like, chat oh, roulette or something? No, no, no. We knew each other from our doctoral program, of course. Oh, okay. All right. But, um, yeah. I, and the other thing... I don't... Whatever. Finn Balor's depressing me. Let's just talk about... Well, Nakatomi Plaza for a second. I don't actually okay. know anything about him. I've never seen one of his matches ever. Sure. And so I have no idea what his moveset is like. I don't Do you know... know what he looks like? Do you know what he looks like? Yeah, he's a Japanese guy who makes really dumb facial expressions that kind of make it look like he's had a partial stroke. Oh, man, enjoy having 600 followers while it lasts, Doc Manson, because you, you're just digging now, yourself a hole Now, come on, there is this just, there's this one picture of him that I always see where he's just got one side of his face all scrunched up like he's doing a type of, you know, facial expression, and I, 
I, it doesn't do anything for me. Nakamura is a very ex- I I I'm I've only seen I think maybe two of his matches. You're gonna enjoy watching him wrestle. Let me say that to you. Okay. You will enjoy his Smash Mouth style. You know who I don't enjoy who wrestling watching them wrestle. It's not Hideo Itami. It, it is, is Hideo not Itami. Hideo. No, I'm saying what you're gonna see is not like Hideo Itami. Oh. Okay. He's got. I think you will enjoy watching Nakatomi Plaza wrestle. Uh, but the the eccentric personality and the you know it's almost a little bit like Luke Harper, except crazy in a different kind of way. So kind of um, like Festus then. Nakatomi Plaza no. is the modern equivalent of Festus. But I can see the similarities in some of the facial expressions, so mm. I get what you're saying. Mm. But um, all right, Festus is uh, coming back soon, right? I believe so. Part of the Bullet Balor. I really hope that when he comes back. They make him do Festus again. <laughs> I really, really hope so. Oh man! I again. Here's you know. I, I always wonder whether or not um, you know we should bank some non-topical shows. I would love to just spend an hour talking about the WWE that Doc Manson would book, just to see what it is. We have another email that kind of has to do with this. Um, so when you're done eating your cookies or checking your phone or doing whatever it is you're doing because you're not paying attention to me, you know what? I'll just read this email. Take that. Okay. I'm looking at PJ's email, and I'm not even going to read it like Casey Kasem because that's your shtick, not mine. So PJ, our good friend PJ, at Thrillhouse90, says, Hey, besties. Last weekend, a match for an indie company called CWF Mid-Atlantic went 105 minutes long. This sparked a huge debate on Twitter. I don't know how huge it was, because I didn't hear it. About how long matches, anything over 45 minutes, were generally terrible. Some agree, and some don't. But I'm wondering how you two feel. If you know a match is going to be an hour draw, do you feel more or less excited to watch it? What is your ideal time frame for a main event match? In my opinion, matches that go any longer than 40 minutes are extremely taxing and usually not very good. I've never watched the Bret Hart Shawn Michaels Iron Man match because I know it goes longer than sixty minutes. Thanks, guys. At Throwhouse ninety, sent from my iPhone. Uh, hundred and five minutes. We've only had a couple of podcasts that have stretched past hundred and five minutes, and I did find them very taxing, though I don't think they were terrible. You might disagree. A hundred and five minutes. That's an, an hour, hour and forty-five, and 45 minutes, minutes for those playing at home. Wow. What do you think about long matches? Um, long matches can be okay, but 105 minutes sounds ridiculous. Yes. There's, there's, there's no way that... I mean, I, I don't want to put my phone in my mouth. But 30 of those minutes must have been rest holds at I least. Was, I would say 45 of those minutes. I would say... I would go even further... Half of that. Half of that is at least rest holds or somebody, get, you know, I body slam you outside the ring. I go out into the ring for a count of nine. Preening I come to back the crowd. Out. I come back out and Taunting. kick you in the head. I go back in for another count of nine. Yeah. You know, it's stalling. Yeah, I think that sounds a bit much to me, but I, it, the right talents, maybe. I, I just don't know who that would be. I can't think of I, it. 
you and I enjoy Kevin Owens, you and I enjoy Asuka, and while I don't ever want to see the two of them wrestle, if either of them had a match 105 minutes long, I don't think I'd enjoy it. I couldn't watch it in one sitting. Kevin Owens versus Asuka. Oh, yeah. You're thinking of a different kind of thing. Oh, um, but in all fairness, like, no, this uh, Thrill House, PJ, you should totally get on to uh, the network and watch that Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. Uh, One of my favorite matches of all time. 60-minute Iron Man match. And what, it goes into overtime? Is that it or whatever? It does, because at the 60-minute mark, and again, going back to what he says, if I know a match is going to be an hour-long draw, if I know the results of a match, I'm not excited for it. Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe are going to have a two-out-of-three falls match next week on NXT. That is going to be great, I'm sure, but I know what's going to happen, so I'm less excited to watch. This is why spoilers are a bad thing. Yeah. But, you know, so I don't want to say, but the 60 minute Iron Man match is fantastic, and there are some rest holds, but this is also a different kind, you know, 1996, when this match happened, is literally 20 years ago. Wrestling was different 20, 20 years ago. You had a different kind of style where you could go from one submission hold to the other, and you could spend 10 minutes working on an opponent's arm, and it made sense in the course of a match. We don't have that anymore. You know, matches yeah. on matches on Raw aren't allowed to go ten minutes most of the time. So I you think can't that's disingenuous that. to say we don't have that anymore. We can't have that anymore. I think we totally could, um, but we don't. But we don't very often. That's for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, I used to. I used to have a spreadsheet going of like times for matches in you know, in the course of a Raw. And, you know, if a match went over 20 minutes, that was a big deal on Monday Night Raw. And I think you could say the same for pay-per-views. If a, if a pay-per-view match goes over 30 minutes, that's a big deal. Not counting a match with Triple H or The Undertaker, because those are some entrances. Well, I'm talking bell-to-bell. Bell-to-bell, okay. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this match, this CWF Mid-Atlantic match could have gone 105 minutes if they started their entrance in Brooklyn and ended it somewhere in Jersey. Yeah, yeah perhaps. You gotta uh, go over the bridge. Definitely, without having seen it, um, Thrill House 90 there, I definitely think that sounds like a too little long. too much. Too For long. sure. Uh, my ideal time frame for a main event match, it depends on whether or not it's a gimmick match or not. Certain, ma- you know, a Hell in a Cell match should last a little while. I would say 20, 25 minutes. What? A Cell match? I'm just saying for my ideal time frame for a main event match in general, 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't really have a strong preference either way, short, long. I mean, whatever. As long as they're telling a good story and what they're doing but in don't the ring is But don't engaging. you need a certain amount of time to tell a story? Can you tell a really good story in eight minutes? You can tell a really good story in 18 seconds. Ask Sheamus and Daniel Bryan. I haven't seen that match. That's one of the WrestleManias. I I remember starting a quest to watch all the WrestleManias, and I'm still haven't seen more than half of them. I should get back on that. You probably should. All right. Um, so I hope we answered your question there, PJ Pajarian at Throwhouse ninety. Thanks for the email. Thanks for being our bestie. Uh, let's see. We've got two more to get to, but. Uh, let me think. Anything else going on about Triple H and you know Triple H is wrestling Dean Ambrose? I'm excited. Do you think uh, Brock Lesnar gets involved in that main event match in some way? We're gonna have to have 
a prediction and production show next week, I suppose, because this is a special event. You know, are we doing this? Should we do a prediction and production show? Does this count as a pay-per-view? I don't think it counts as a pay-per-view because it's not on pay-per-view. It's only on the network. Is this a Saturday night event? I don't is know. Is the 12th a Saturday? Is it on the 12th? My dad's birthday is the 11th. I think that's a Friday. Well, tomorrow's the 12th. The 12th is a Saturday. Oh, yeah. It so it's a Saturday night event. So it's like the house show kind of thing. Saturday it's night. Like be- it's, like Beast in the- it's like Beast in the East. Another like match cooler. they're having, although you probably know this, uh, Enzo and Cass versus The Revival. That's the name of Dash and Dawson, which I'm not opposed to. I like that name. Yeah, um, I guess. For the tag so is titles. This the time that Enzo and Cass finally win the titles? Unless they're going to be really quick, because I think Enzo and Cass also make their Raw debut after WrestleMania. So I think unless they're going to literally win the belts and then lose them to American Alpha on the NXT show, which wouldn't make any sense. uh, I don't think so, but I don't know. I could be wrong. They're going to have a problem, though, because they've kind of booked themselves into a corner because all of the, to the best of my knowledge, all of the NXT show's leading up to WrestleMania have already been taped. Mm. And now you're going to... So they can't win. If if Dash and Dawson have appeared on NXT television to be released before WrestleMania with the belts, how can they win the... How can they lose the titles to Enzo and Cass? They can't. Yeah. So, again, I hate this bulk taping thing, and I get why they do it, but it just it just is sad. All right. Anything else for from Raw before we get to the rest of the emails? We got two more. We got Jake's and Pobs, our besties. Anything else that stands out to you? Sasha and uh, Becky had the double pin. Who cares? Do you think we get a triple threat? They're supposed to wrestle tonight. Mario Batali is going to call the match there, bud. Tonight? SmackDown. It's Thursday. Oh, I forgot that was a show. Maybe <laughs> I should watch that. I'm going to try to. I like Mario. I do like Mario. I like him as well. So, um, Dear DC and Doc. Oh, he's ready. Whether we like it or not, it is safe to say that Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose are the active primary good guys at the main event tier in WWE. But their scrambled, interweaving storylines with the authority and their nostalgic shield power bombs to Brock Lesnar at Fastlane had made me think one thing. How different would the road to WrestleMania be if Seth Rollins never got injured? Would we see Triple H as WWE World Heavyweight Champion with Roman Reigns fighting for his... Wait for it. Third (laughs) title reign at the biggest WrestleMania ever. Would Vince have ever appeared on TV if his son-in-law's protege was still the man of WWE? Would we have had the mass free agent signings from New Japan to fill Seth's void? Or have ever felt that excitement of Shane Omax's return to Raw? Although I am very excited for his return, and am not at all disappointed with the product as the narrative of the IWC... I still can't help but wonder, what are your thoughts? Thanks for the awesome show, at Jake the Mark. I will remember you. 
Uh, I like that these emails ask a, a cornucopia of questions. Yeah. So thank you, Jake. I just want to um, start with, would we have had the mass free agent signings from New Japan to fill Seth's void? I, I don't think that's... I don't think that's true. I don't think no, those I don't think AJ I don't think AJ Styles was a reaction to Seth Rollins. No, I don't either. No, and I don't think them picking up Apollo Crews and that might have been before. Mm-hmm. It was it's uh, it's Kevin AJ Owens. and Nakatomi Plaza. It's those guys. That's who he's talking about. He's talking about AJ and uh, Nakatomi Plaza. And Festus. And I don't think either of them had Festus anything to do with Seth. Their guy, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Carl Anderson. Yeah, Kelly, right. Um yeah, neither one of those I don't. I, yeah, no. I don't. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's a true statement. So no. Uh, well, but we however, felt the for, excitement of Shane O'Mac's return. How about that? Um, I'm trying to think because let's see. Shane happened because I think we might have seen that. That doesn't have as much to do with the main event scene right now. That's a separate thing. That was Vince well, here, giving the thing. I think we would not have seen that. If John Cena were still on the roster, it's got um, nothing to do with Seth Rollins, but I do think that's because we don't have John Cena and The Rock is not present in a wrestling capacity. Okay, I don't know. I think if they were going to bring Shane back, you know, they were going to find a way to bring Shane back. I think part of this is, you know. Vince McMahon became a character on Raw. I don't know that that would have happened. Yeah, fair enough. Which then might have not led to Shane, because the only reason Shane comes back is for family palace intrigue sort of thing. I don't know that we would have seen Vince again if you had Rollins as the wrestler and Triple H as the kind of Yeah, so I think that goes without saying. Would we still see Triple H as the champion with Roman Reigns fighting for his third? Absolutely not. No, I don't know that Roman Reigns would be a one-time champion. I don't know that he'd have held the title. I think if Seth Rollins was not injured, he would still be the champion right now. Yeah. He would have held it this whole time, and he would have lost it to Reigns at WrestleMania in a turnabout from last year. Rollins pins Reigns, now Reigns pins Rollins. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I, I don't... I don't make as big of a deal about the fact that Reigns might be a three-time champion. I don't they know don't that the num- I don't know that the number of title reigns matters at this point unless you get up to, you know, you know, Triple H technically is a 14-time champion. That matters a little bit, but I don't think it's that big of a deal that Reigns could have three title reigns. No. Because I mean, you think about like, you know, Randy Orton is a how many time champion? 9? I want to say 13. Holy poop! Or eleven, Holy something like that. And He's in double digits. Handbags. <laughs> what? I said holy pooping in divas handbags. You know, like that delightful character Randy Orton once did. Oh Randall. Oh Randall. Oh Randall. Oh Randall. Uh, so yeah, I don't think it's that big. It's that big of a deal. No, um, Sheamus is like a six-time world heavyweight yeah. champion, right? I Ziggler's mean, got the title of titles. Del Rio has been, you know, yeah. The, it, it, it's former world champion Roman Reigns. You say that whether or not he's won it one time or twelve times. It's former world champion Roman Reigns. Um, I think it would be. I think the road to WrestleMania. To answer his his overarching question, the road to WrestleMania would be very different because Seth Rollins would still be the champion. 
Yes. Um, maybe we'd be seeing Seth Rollins versus Triple H. I think we were heading down that road. Maybe. Where, where you know, that was going to come to a head. I don't know that they could have gone... Rollins got injured in October because they needed to get it for Survivor Series. So I don't know if they could have gone another six months with Rollins and Triple H's buddies. I think that would have come to a head at some point. But... um you know, I think it would have been different. We we might not have seen Vince. We might not have seen Shane. Which that, as you and I talked about last week, an all time great return. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, I'm almost sad that they brought him back, and now I just have this confused Undertaker storyline. I mean, it could still go somewhere really good. I, I just, I was just hoping for something that excited me right off the bat. You know what I mean? Shane versus Hunter would make sense on a whole different group of on a, on a wide range of levels. Yes, I think so too. Shane versus the Undertaker makes no sense except it's a hey Shane, what's it going to take to bring you back? I want to wrestle the Undertaker. All right, we'll figure out a way to make that work. Yeah, and the way Maybe that we made that it. work is oh Shane's back. Well, I guess you better wrestle the Undertaker. Then that was all that we got. That I want to see. I want to see how big your speaker popped for that smash of your chair. That's it's, probably it's, significant. It's up there. All right. Um, yeah. I don't know. We've we've still got time. I know Shane's going to be on Raw. You know, there's there's talk that the Undertaker's done until WrestleMania. I don't believe that to be the case. I think there has to be some face to face interaction. You know, I they need to do some pretty serious storytelling to get me real excited for it. Outside of just it's a WrestleMania match with two guys I like. Yeah. So let's see. Well, I mean, we're, we're okay. We got to move on. We're at the hour twelve minute mark. We got one more. Oh, I don't to mind. Go. I don't mind. You don't. But, all right. Well, you that Liam does. Oh, Liam Steel yeah. Cage match. There's where's that in WrestleMania? Undercard match: Doc Manson versus Liam Stryker in a steel cage. Uh, I heard that we got bumped off the pre-show. So, uh, how will people feel? You know, historically, uh, the tag title match is on the pre-show. How hilarious would it be if AJ Wait. Styles is wrestling on the WrestleMania pre-show and not part of the card itself? That would make perfect sense to me. <laughs> I just irritated a whole bunch of fans and i don't care (laughs) all right one more email boom bring it on oh come on casey i got one more song in the hopper i'm ready this is the one i've been waiting for hey guys yes dc was right last time i did find you guys through my love of wrestling talk and not twitter with the brand split rumors recently a lot of people have said that they believe it will only work if Raw goes back to two hours and or SmackDown goes live on Tuesdays. I would like to know, is it possible, for example, if the brand split happens after Mania, that WWE can, if they wanted, negotiate to make Raw two hours or make SmackDown live? Or do they have to wait for the next negotiations near the end of the existing deal. I imagine USA has more leverage. But if WWE really wanted it, would they have to wait till a 
certain period, or is it negotiable at any time? Essentially, with SmackDown's deal only starting two months ago, and of course Raw's deal having considerable time left, I imagine, I'm not sure it's simple as people hope. If they can't, then it's intriguing how they will fill out three hours on Monday with the brand split if it happens. Do you have any idea how these things work? That's from Skies are blue, red roses too. I don't know the words, but it's okay by you. And I think to myself... And that's Rolf singing What a Wonderful World. (laughs) What a wonderful world. Is that the Raffle Mal? Raffle? Raffle. Raffle Mal. Raffle. That didn't sound like Louis Armstrong? Um, it sure did. It sure did. It sounded like Louis Armstrong as much as I sound like Casey Kasem, so, you know. There we go. And you can tell, that's a, that's a definition of a true friend, is he'll, he'll lie to your face. <laughs> uh, all right. I don't, you're going to talk about this because you, you tend to know a lot more of these things than I do. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to see a brand split. You know, the, there's talk that Shane technically is working without a contract now, and there's nothing in place for him following WrestleMania, so this could very much be a one-off thing, which would make even less sense than the current feud does. Um, I have to believe, though, and I think Doc's looking this up right now, I have to believe that it's probably not a good thing for WWE to try to renegotiate in the middle of a contract. You know, USA Network has planned these three hours to be devoted to World Wrestling Entertainment programming on Monday nights. I don't think they want to have to try to figure out what they're going to do with one of those hours uh, if WWE decides to go to two hours. Um, I do think, you know, a three-hour Raw is going to be difficult. There's ways around that uh, if you're creative. Um, But doing a three-hour Raw would be tricky with a brand split. I will agree with that. Um, But again, I don't think they're going to negotiate. I don't know when the contract expires. Hopefully Doc's finding that information for us now. Or he's just checking his email. I don't know. No, Um, I mean, that's information that's difficult to find. So I'm I'm actually looking in the past to see what sorts of deals they've made and when and what sort of changes happened when as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, when did Raw go to three hours? Mm. That is a fantastic question. That I believe I... that was July 23rd, 2012. Yep, you're okay. right. So, if that's the case... Raw Contracts 2012. What the heck do I see there? Uh, and these are all contract signings between the Great Khali and Brad Maddox. That's oh, the kind of contract signing oh, that man. I'm looking for. These are the kind of things I get to look forward to when I catch up on my lost years of wrestling is experiencing the greatness of Khali and whoever Brad Maddox is. Or he Mad is Braddox. No one um, I would assume they've, they've signed at least a five-year deal. Maybe even like a seven or eight year deal to take them yeah. to twenty twenty. You know, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you though. Um, you know, I don't, I don't actually know in this case, but I'm gonna guess that they've had a really long working relationship with USA. Well, I mean, it goes beyond USA because, like, you know, he brings up the point of you know now having 
SmackDown on USA like that was a change. But honestly, Sci-Fi Network, which is where SmackDown was before, and USA are both owned by NBC Universal. So ultimately, them changing networks actually here is not a big deal. The people in charge are still the same. It's mm-hmm. still the same, you know, working relationship. So they've been with NBC for such a long time that I'm guessing when they want to do things, like the three-hour switch, I don't think that was something necessarily that WWE said, we want to do this. If I had to guess, that was NBC, USA, saying, hey, instead of us producing our own content for an hour on Monday nights, we would just much rather give you a little extra licensing deal if you think you can fill it. And them saying, well, we're already traveling around the country and doing three hours of television, and instead of you know doing heat, which is something that nobody watches... If it's, you know, instead of something that nobody watches, why don't we just do an extra hour of Raw? Because everybody watches Raw, right? Yeah. But what do you think about the this notion? You know, if they do a brand split, and we have to say that's an if. You know, just because, I'm, just because Shane McMahon is in charge of Raw does not necessarily mean that there's a brand split. You could have the single company that is just has a general manager on Raw and a general manager on SmackDown. And yep. the shows are just run differently. I think the there's same, absolutely With no, the same roster. I think there's absolutely no problem with a brand split. Um, even if you do actually split the brands between shows. I, I'm not saying there's not a problem, but I'm saying it's not a guarantee. No, it's not a guarantee. You're right. But if they decide to do it, it's not an issue. There's enough talent on those rosters. Oh, absolutely. And, and what are they doing with Roadblock? What are the, who, who are they throwing on Roadblock on that card? WWE and NXT superstars. Uh-huh. Gee. Gee. I wonder why they might be moving towards a brand split. Hmm. Well, Maybe to showcase the NXT talents when, on television? When Mario Batali, Mauro Ronaldo. Uh, signed his WWE deal. There was talk, I don't remember if he said it or what, about SmackDown becoming more of its own thing with an extra emphasis on NXT superstars. SmackDown was going to be an integration of WWE and NXT talents. If Shane McMahon is in control of Raw, SmackDown could very well be an integration of WWE and NXT talents. And you would have no problem with that. You know, this whole thing with Baron Corbin is such a surprise because finally we're seeing a true developmental talent actually developing. Which, you know, you could use NXT as what it's meant for, actual developmental, and have some of these guys, like your Austin Aries, like your Finn Balors, like your Apollo Crews, go on to a SmackDown show that's a little bit of NXT, a little bit of WWE, maybe with more of a wrestling focus, like SmackDown had uh, during the Ruthless Aggression era, and, you know, probably do just fine. So I don't think there's a problem. You know, you can still fill plenty of time on Raw's show. You know, I don't know how much of, we. you know, I should look, how much of that three hours is actually spent on new content. Between the, reca- between the recaps and the vignettes and all of that stuff, we're probably talking a good a, point. an hour and a half of new wrestling. I think you could manage that with half the roster. Agreed. 
The Ascensions, not doing anything. Stardust, not doing anything. Heck, The Matadors, not doing anything. Do you want to see Raw go back to two hours? Um, I would like to see Raw and SmackDown spend less time recapping what has already happened and more time giving me new stuff. If that means a move to two hours, then I'm all for it. But I, would, I, I really don't need to see Raw showing me the attack that just happened in the last segment. While I agree with you, I mean, look at SmackDown. That show is not live. It's produced. They've got all the time in the world to do whatever they want with that show. And what do they do? They fill it with replays. I'm, so I'm, to, to that end, though, I'm just saying, if they move back to two hours... They're not going to get rid of the replays. That is no. the nature of the product now. But why? Why does it have to be the nature of the product? It doesn't have to be. I'm not making that argument. The argument I'm making is that it is. Okay. And the problem that you want to be fixed by going back to two hours is not going to be fixed by going back to two hours, is my point. So, for that reason, I'm happy with three hours, and it can stay as three hours. At least I get I don't more think wrestling it, I content. don't think that's going to change. The next change that happens... Is WWE moving to the network? I won't say exclusively, but WWE moving to the network more completely. That's the next big change we see is maybe, and again, I didn't realize that Sci Fi was owned by Universal or NBC Universal. So, you know, they do have a very, very long history. So maybe we don't ever see, you know, WWE only being on the network, but there's going to come a time where. Vince McMahon wants people to be able to pay probably more than nine ninety nine a month think about to get WWE way. Network and watch Raw. Think about it this way, though. I'll think they about have, it whatever way you want. They have how many subscribers now? Over 1.2 million, whatever. The last time I read... You fill me in on this kind of thing. So what, how many subscribers do they have? I believe that last number I heard was 1.2 million. Okay. How much money a month is that? Stop asking me to do math. 1.2 million times $10 a month, so that's uh, $12 million. Now, hold on a second. That's probably a misconception. I don't know that they're charging $9.99 US dollars in Japan. That conversion rate could come out to a completely different number. No, I actually they're, charging, don't know they're charging 999 yen in Japan. Are they? Yes. And what does that come out to? Uh, yen to dollars. That's about eight seventy nine in U.S. dollars. We can still so including all of that, and we're not counting the the people who are getting their free months. But right. we're talking we're talking in the vicinity of ten million dollars a month. Okay, and then how many dollars a year is that? One hundred and twenty million, or a hundred million? Excuse me. No, one hundred twenty million. I was right the first time. Ten twelve million, million times twelve. Okay, ten million. We're saying we're we're saying if you count the people that are doing it in yen, and if we're counting and other currencies, so we're just yes. going to round that down to ten million a month, yes. which is probably times twelve months inflated times, times 12, twelve months, hundred and twenty million dollars. Okay, so one hundred and twenty million dollars is what the WWE Network brings in on a yearly basis. Yes, I have no idea what it costs to host. I have no idea what it costs to add new content. Um, so. You know, a good portion of that is not profit. But let's just say $120 million. How much money do they get for their TV deals? 
I have no idea. Take a guess. Fifty million. Raw, when it was renegotiated in, I think, like twenty thirteen or so, okay. was worth approximately one hundred and sixty million dollars. That was what the deal was on an annual basis. One hundred and sixty million dollars a year. Yeah. And then SmackDown on top of that, it was probably another. I don't know. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it was less. But I'm going to guess it was something around 120, which is what the network is worth now, right? Okay. So you've got these two products, which are worth as much as the network is itself. And as we have told you on the show before, why would NBC want their content to not be exclusive? To their channels. Hold on, I'm reading now. What are you reading about? This is riveting I'm, radio. I, I'm trying to read about the the deals, but it's going to require me to read faster than I can. So you, the point that you're making is that w, it is not financially lucrative. A, a good, it is not a good financial option for WWE to pass up on the money that NBC is willing to pay them. Correct. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. So they have no leverage either. Even though the network is very successful successful for them. Um, yeah. Uh, so their licensing fees for its shows in 2013 was $160.9 million. Broadcasting rights around the world. So that's not just NBC, actually. And that might be for both shows. Okay. Approximately two hundred million a year is what they're looking for for key television agreements, representing an increase of more than ninety million. That is nearly mm-hmm. three times the increase achieved by its previous round of negotiations. But the point is, unless they get a significant number more followers, mm-hmm. I mean subscribers to the network, it probably makes the most sense just to keep NBC happy. The ratings don't really matter. What matters is that they keep getting that money. Okay. That's my argument. That might be true. I I think there's going to come a time where WWE is going to want people to be able to buy the network and watch Raw and SmackDown on it without I this agree. stupid six weeks. I agree. I would pay. It, I would pay. I, maybe that's true. And I'm not saying it necessarily has to be exclusive. It just might be, you know, you also have it. I would pay twice as much. I would pay $20 a month or $19.98 a month, which would right be in the height of their attitude era, so it would make sense. I would pay that much to be able to get the WWE Network and also be able to watch Raw and SmackDown, rather than me having to try to figure out a way to watch it online in a way that borders uh, on legal issues. Yeah. So... You know, so I it, it would be they could increase the amount of money because I think you know I don't know whether or not 2016 ends with WWE Network being more than 9.99 a month, but at some point it's going to cost more. They're going to add some sort of incentive. You know, Hulu just did this thing where you can pay four dollars more a month and now you don't get commercials. They're going to offer something like that. There's going to be some tiered WWE Network plan where maybe you only get the live pay-per-views and NXT or whatever. You don't get the archive or what have you. 
for a certain amount. Or maybe you get, you know, you can get WWE Network plus its live shows for more money. That's all I'm saying. But you're right. You're right. If if they're going to pass up, you know, a couple hundred million dollars a year. um, Now, is that... Yeah, average annual value, yeah. So if they're passing up hundreds of million dollars a year, that's probably not going to happen. So, you are correct, sir. 87.5% correct. Honestly, I think it's more likely that they just start expanding these roadblock-type things. Do a house show every week on the network. Start calling that its own show. Saturday Night House Party. Right. I, I honestly think that's the way it's going to go. Oh, I and think so. That this, might be the flagship. This product. this this roadblock, you know, they're naming it. Well, I'm granted they named the Beast in the East one too. But these things are going to happen now more often. You know, we saw them with their themed ones, King of the Ring, Elimination Chamber, those kind of things happened. I think these start these start happening more often and maybe, you know, March didn't have a pay-per-view, but maybe their monthly ones happen, you know. This is what's happening. So, all right, my friends. We have passed the 90-minute mark, a place you and I have not seen in some time. Liam is going to be so mad at us. I think Masters Maltov, Neville, and Stryker will understand. We had a lot to talk about. When you've got the kind of quality bestie emails that we have on DDT Wrestling, ddtwrestling at gmail.com, ddtwrestling at gmail.com, you can't What's that us. email address again, DC? D D T Wrestling at gmail.com. You can't hold us down. You can't box us in when we got this kind of emails. Thank you to Nate and PJ and Jake and Chip and Pav. We appreciate all of your emails. I will try to remember to give you a shout out, although Pav Mondaire, I don't believe, found us on Twitter. No, he did not. Which means I, I don't know how he found us. Either he iTunes. Uh, there you go. I don't we know. are we are DDT Wrestling, a subsidiary of the NAI Network, the New Age Insiders Network. They're expanding, and uh, are we're they? happy. I they they would after WrestleMania. I think they're opening. Uh, they they got a YouTube channel. They're going to do some videos. They are you know they are the they are working for uh, local promotion, New England promotion, Chaotic Wrestling. They're doing some video content for them. They're in charge of their social media. Oh wait so. a minute! So when Liam challenged me to a cage match, oh he was serious, and I said I would take the thumbtack spot. That could actually happen. I'm driving you up to Woburn, Mass, in a couple of weeks. So get ready. They have a ring. No. They they work for a company that has a ring. That's pretty much almost just as good. So. Wait a minute. I hope you're in ring shape. Do you have your trunks ready? No. Oh, man. You can borrow those I'm going to have to wear a weasel suit, aren't I? You're going to... <laughs> I'm the brain, you're monsoon. I thought we talked nope. about this. <laughs> nope. I get to wear, then, like a, a crushed red velvet smoking jacket like Gorilla Monsoon wore sometimes. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I think you look all right. I'm, I, my glasses already transition. I think you pointed that out. I so do. I'm ready. The irresistible force will meet the immovable object. Uh, all right, sir, it is time for our dose of positivity. What this week are you excited about in the world of wrestling that will take you through to next week's show? Where I we guess predict I'm... and product roadblock. Mm. Uh, you go first. All right. Uh, thanks. Where's my paper? I had it written down. <laughs> um, 
I will go with... Ah, okay, you know what I will say? Um, I am enjoying the fact that we are seeing some new... Maybe I've said this before, some new uh, female talents in NXT. Uh, Santana Garrett didn't do a whole lot... Yeah. Didn't do a whole lot in her match uh, versus the girl with the gloves. Uh, They're Miss Emma, but... You know, I I think she's got some potential. I enjoyed her first match. Uh, I'm enjoying that. I hope we see more of these. You know, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, uh, even the Jersey Girls, whichever ones they are, Diana Parazzo and Liv Morgan or whatever their names are. Uh, you know, we need a new generation to be ready so that when you know, I, there's only so many times we're going to be able to watch the Sasha, Becky, Charlotte, Bailey, Rhombus. You're right. Uh, par- the parallelogram. Um, so I'm enjoying that we've we've got that next generation starting. So that's my dose of positivity. Yours, sir. My dose of positivity for the week is I see in the news here that Fuller House has been picked up for season that two. Has nothing Hashtag to do with Team wrestling. Gibbler. That has nothing to do with wrestling, unless oh. you're going to tell me. Does it have to? We're trying to get... I suppose it doesn't. This show stopped being a real wrestling show uh, around the time we started talking about Pumpkin. So really, since its inception, DDT Wrestling has never really been a wrestling show. So if that is your, if that is what you're taking with you for the week, that is fine. I mean, I guess I'm happy to see Dean Ambrose in the main event. I wish His I was more convinced. His promo with uh, Triple H was good. I liked it. I just I wish I was more convinced that he had a shot in that match as opposed to this just being treading water. But man, okay. he's good, and he deserves to be in the main event as a real player. And I'm I'm glad to see him there. Right now, gun to your head, what what is the percent chance that Dean Ambrose wins the title at Roadblock? Ten uh, percent. All right, I will go higher and say fifteen, but not much yeah. higher. Yeah, there's a, there is a chance. I'm not going to say zero like I normally do, but it's a real low chance. It I would think. it would be a very interesting thing to three weeks out to punt on your main event match. It really would. So, all right, we are out of here, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and jelly spoons, ladies and gummy bears. We are out of here. My esteemed colleague Doc Manson at Doc Manson, please say hello to old Hatsy, to Chester. Uh, thank him for being on the so. show. Uh, hope we hear from him again. My name is DC Matthews. You can find me on Twitter at DC Matthews NAI. Our email address at, no, I always say that, DDT Wrestling at gmail.com. I'll say it again because I messed it up. DDT Wrestling at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us. We will see you around the neighborhood. We are Ghostbusters. I really thought you were going to say we are gibblers. Oh, maybe next time. All right. <laughs>